A few years ago, a Focus staff member asked Alexis if she had any prayer needs. And at that time, my heart was so tender, and I really was feeling like I wanted to give up on this marriage. So I just told him quite straightly, like, I need help. We need help. Our marriage is very difficult, and would you pray for our marriage? And he did. She also found help on the radio. Focus on the family saved my life. It just was the lifeline that I needed every single day to keep going and keep hoping. I'm Jim Daly. Help us save more families every month by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. You know, if you feed your grandkids a lot of candy, they probably love coming over to your house, but their parents probably don't enjoy having their kids come home all grumpy with a tummy ache. I'm John Fuller, and along with me is Danny Huerta, and there's a reason that I just said what I said there. Uh, Danny is a licensed clinical social worker. He's a vice president here at Focus on the Family of our parenting department. And today, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about how grandparents can support your adult children and disciple your grandchildren. Now, to help us, we're going to hear from Glenn and Ellen Shooknecht, who spoke with Jim Daly and me and described how to have spiritual conversations with your grandkids. How do you connect with older children or grandchildren in your case? I mean, you have 11 grandchildren. So how do you connect with spiritual heritage issues or opportunities with those grandkids? I think I still spend a lot of time putting them to sleep at night. Because they're nearby. Our oldest is 12. So it's we haven't got the teenage years yet where where things get a little more. We get to talk to them daily about spiritual things. And so that's pretty amazing. Uh, I coached my oldest grandson's soccer team, and yeah. so we we got to talk as we drove home every night after practice. Got to talk about the gifts God's given him yeah. and and where he is. And, and... One of the things I'd like to add to that is, as the kids get older, and I'm thinking back to when our kids were older too, is being available to hear their struggles. And and if you look in our book, it's going to talk about relationship being the venue by which. We model faith and really represent Christ to our kids and our grandkids. And so I think that ability to be available and let them talk and let them sort through their problems in a safe place. Well, and this can be a great opportunity for grandparents. And, uh, you know, your relationship with your kids and your grandkids is great because in part you're close by. You live nearby. What advice do you have for the grandparent who may be thousands of miles away for Mm -hmm. that nine-year-old grandchild or maybe the 18-year-old grandchild? How do you connect with a, a grandchild who's further away? I have a good friend who has grandchildren in those age groups and she, what she does is weekly makes a point of either texting or messaging or emailing each grandchild. FaceTime. Yes, FaceTime, whatever. And she found one week, she, they didn't always respond. 
uh, particularly <laughs> okay. as they got older. And so one week she decided not to, and that's when she got the response. Mm. Grandma, why aren't you writing? Oh, uh, that's interesting. So yes. they like the yes. uh, overture, but they right. won't always respond because they're busy. They're busy. <laughs> but just that connection. And thank goodness we have so many ways we can connect today. Well, and that gets back to your original point, and that is grandparents often have more time to be available for the kids. The parents are in the get-up-and-go mode. They may both be working, etc. How do you manage that tension with your adult kids and the role of grandparenting? And do you have to have good boundaries in that case to make sure that you're disciplining the grandkids in a way that your adult kids want mm-hmm. that done? And how, how do you negotiate all that? Can yeah, I start here and then let you finish, or do you want to take over? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say let's jump in. Yeah. I'll jump in. Um, we have learned, and sometimes we've made mistakes, that we don't step in when our kids are disciplining and do things, that our role is supportive, our role is to help them and to be available for questions, and they're more likely to come to us and say, hey, Mom, how do you think I handled that, or what would you do? And then we'll offer advice, or Glenn will, but... We will not step in and interfere with the discipline. And that is so important, particularly when you live close by. Okay, but a lot of grandparents, and Glenn, you can uh, Mm. respond to that earlier question and then comment on this one. A lot of grandparents find it hard to bite their tongue. Mm -hmm. So what mechanism do you use if you're in disagreement? How do you step back? Because it's not your primary role. That's your kid's job now. Can't be. And sometimes we'll have the grandkids who have just gotten disciplined come down and they'll complain they're looking for a, a, they a, want, a sympathetic they want, heart. Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> or they want us to take their side. And so a lot of questions. What do you think? How do you handle? What What would you have done differently? Mm-hmm. We try and totally focus on them and not on whether we agreed with their parents or not in the in the issue. And parents, will, it's amazing. Right now our kids trust us and our opinion, and so they'll come back and say, okay, so – you have an opinion on what happened there. What do you think? And, oh, that's good. So and it's a good to... thing to maintain that trust. Yes. And that's a great goal for all uh, grandparents, particularly, mm-hmm. to have with their adult kids. Some great advice from Glenn and Ellen. And Danny, I wonder what else you would add there for grandparents as, you know, really, uh, grandparents are in a position to partner with their kids to really uh, disciple that next generation without overstepping the bounds, right? And that can be so hard because they've parented these now parents and they still feel like they can kind of tell them what to do and, and have uh, more, more power and control in some instances. But now they're, they're in the same role as parents, uh, equal roles, really. And so now it's, it's about encouraging, coming alongside of, and maybe asking the question, how can we be helpful to the culture you're setting up in your home? Mm-hmm. Help us understand the rules and what you've got going on. And we want to come alongside of you as you parent these kids that you've got. And we want to love on the grandchildren. And that's about creating intentional conversations with grandchildren and getting to know them. But first, really understanding the parameters set up by the, your kids, the parents, to, to help them feel respected and that you're encouraging them because they already have enough demands and things coming at them that the last thing they need is for you to come in and be critical to them. We all have plenty of critics as parents. Yeah, yeah. And this is about coming alongside of and asking the question. And sometimes they're not going to do things the way you thought or think they need to be done. And you're going to have to pause and think through and trust. 
that God has put them as parents to these kids and not you, your okay. parent to the to the adult children. I'm just thinking of, I mean, I, I've certainly talked to parents who have had issues with their adult kids and the way they're raising their kids, um, and they desperately want to say something, maybe about media choices or technology or food. What, what advice do you have? There's a big challenge there. I really encourage open communication if you have that trusting relationship. And bring up, hey, I, I'm wondering what the goals are around this topic. Let's say technology and entertainment. Help me understand the boundaries and rules you guys have put in and, and, and what, you're, what you're wanting for the kids. I have some concerns there. I realize you're the parents, and I want to support you. I'm just having a hard time with this. Because from a long-term picture, I'm not seeing it land well. Okay. That's okay. Now, now, now help me as a grandparent. Let's let's just say that in this regard of technology or food or, or media, um, my, my grandchildren don't have the same kind of restrictions that I want to have in my home. Mm-hmm. So when they come over, can I... Can I impose my values? Can I say these are grandpa's rules? Well, it's not imposing. It's just showing boundaries in your home. This is your culture you're bringing them into, yeah. and it can be different. So, yeah, it's not imposing. It's you are getting to teach when they're, when they're in your home. Okay, grandpa, how come you're making me do this? My dad doesn't care. Yeah, you can just say it's different. In, in our home, this is how we operate our home. And someday you'll be a parent, and you'll get to form what rules make sense in your home. And this is what we have here in the home. And the child's response is, Bwahaha, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll see that some of those things are freeing. And then spend some time, because you have plenty of time as parents now, or, or grandparents, right, to say, hey, let me explain why. Why we have these. And don't see that as a threat to your authority. Yeah, and don't, and don't undermine your child in the right. process of talking to your grandkids. Yes. I appreciate your insights. And um, if what we've talked about is really connecting with you in, in your space, in your role as a grandparent, then uh, get a copy of this great book from Glenn and Ellen Shookneck. Uh, it's called A Spiritual Heritage, Connecting Kids and Grandkids to God and Family. And we're making that available today if you're able to make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family. It's our way of saying thanks for joining the support team and making podcasts like this possible. Donate and get that book. Uh, We've got the link in the episode notes, or you can call 800, the letter A, and the word family. And then we're just a few days away from October 1st. Hard to believe, I know, but bring your Bible to school day. And um, it's a special year, so we've got a lot of special creative ways for your child or your grandchild to uh, observe this great um, freedom of speech opportunity, the freedom of religious expression to bring a Bible to school, to, to, to show a Bible. It's not an in-your-face exercise, but we'd like to come alongside your child or grandchild. Uh, all the details are in the episode notes. Next time, Dr. Kara Powell has some tips for connecting with teenagers who are distant. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.